Introducing Kaleidogos, a podcast about two immature best friends who run a few businesses together and live for the Goss and the Margies. Join us as we goss about our lives, our work, and our friends anonymously. Oh my god. I'm weirdly picking up like Carmen or like a C name or like a Karen. I don't know why, but that's coming to that's me. That's weird. I know there is Karen, the one that like killed my grandpa. <laughs> Just watching. Okay, YouTube. really weird. It's like an S, like a Sean or oh! <laughs> That was her ex. That's I ex. didn't know that, by the way. No, no, you did. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck you are? Like why yeah. don't you do this as a job? <laughs> I think I better quit fashion. You do. Do you know how much like this is like, that's crazy. All right. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Get ready for a podcast that's going to spice up your life. Yeah, it really did. But we'll start with um, your week. How was your week, Fef? Week. Oh, we had a huge Tuesday, Melbourne Cup. We went to Unamars. It was beautiful in Coogee. Had a few too many vinos. Had a bit of a night with our employee, Jen. Tuesday night, like, fuck me, dead. Like, we, I don't know, I haven't really done a midweeker for a while. And I was like, you know what? COVID, like, going out. Haven't really gone to a venue and got that lit up yet. And so we went all out for Melbourne Cup. And we wanted to, like, you know, show the new employee a good time. Semi-new employee, Jen. Shout out to Jen. We did. Um, We love you, Jen. Ended up having a big one and I was pretty bad. Like, I haven't drunk rosé like that for a long time. Well, it was like a bottomless kind of situation. So it's so hard to count your fucking drinks. And, like, usually I'm so good at that. And because I have margaritas, it's, like, my drink that I stick by. There was only wine kind of All the time. And they don't tell you – I think they need to tell you when they fill up your drink because for someone like me that reacts to alcohol really (laughs) badly, that, like, I was having the best time until I got home and then just, like, I just puke my guts out. Yeah, you vomited your guts out. I had to come in because – I had a bit of work to do. And I think we both did. I just was like, I'm not coming Ella in. Ella was MIA, but we got it done, got Wednesday done, got through it, got through yeah, Thursday. Yeah, we got through it. I feel like so fine today. Yeah, I'm completely fine. I had drinks on the podcast. Ella was a little bitch. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, so our week was kind of the same. And then I've got like – I'm going at it again. I think you are too. I've got another yes. – I've got a hens tomorrow. Back at so it. We've got to back back it up. But we um, we're pretty excited about this one. Um, it was a really great conversation with Jordana Sexton. She used to work at one of Australia's biggest fashion brands, and she's left them about a year ago. She's now doing consulting, um, working at another really big athleisure brand, The Upside. And it was just such a great conversation. We thought it would be all about fashion, but it ended up just... Never take, is, Dal. Come never on. Never is. We're always turn into a goss session. We find out some interesting yes, stuff. Yes, but Jordana's one of those people, like, you'll never meet another Jordana. No, she's got she's big like, energy. And then we found out, yeah, anyway, you'll see. But, like, she's She's got, an enigma. Yeah. And we had a good chat and just talked about life as well and just, like, you know... Life advice. Life advice. I love that. Yeah. So, anyway, enjoy, guys. Hello everyone, we've got the beautiful Jordana Sexton on the podcast today. Uh, She's going to be telling us all things fashion. How long have you been in the industry for? Um, I have been in the industry now for... Yeah, wait, it's been way too long. I think it's, look, let's say like approximately 16 years. Wow. (laughs) It's a seriously long time when you think about it like That that. Is a very long time. Yeah. I'm trying to like think what we were doing 16 year- years ago. I mean, I started out when I was super young. So like I started out when I was in my early 20s and like, you know, as as everyone does, like I started out working in a retail store. Yeah. And I guess from there, like I kind of, um, I wanted to do more within, I mean, originally I actually didn't even want to be in fashion. I actually started working in radio, which is so weird and something people don't know about <laughs> me. Um And, yeah, that just didn't really work out for me. Tell us more about that quickly. I mean, I worked at this community radio station. Like, it's just so lol. It was a jazz station. I don't even like jazz. We love jazz. We were just listening to jazz in the office. It's my go-to, like, soundtrack. Ella loves a bit of jazz. It makes me so happy, though. It's so random. Does it make you happy? I feel like it gives me anxiety. Now, (laughs) you would just say, you were like, I want to turn it off. And I'm like, I love it. It's so intense. 
Like yeah. what do you like every like what's Ella Fitzgerald and like oh, all yeah. of them like that kind of vibe? I mean like a saxophone yeah. and a si- like singing. And- I like I think the female voices in jazz are amazing and but like the music's just you just too, I, you know too what's much. class. I prefer classical. Okay, like, yeah, well that's that makes actually sense. really soothing and it makes you smart. It does make you smart. I Barack. have heard that. And it's actually Barack. really good to like yeah. exercise too, apparently too. Oh, okay. Mm. I'll give that a go. There you go. I'll give anyway, that a we've interrupted your story. Go on. So I, yeah, so I worked in retail and then the, the brand that I was working for, which is like, it's such an old school brand. It was called Bracewell. They had yes. stores on, do you remember them? They had yeah. like a store on Oxford Street, Bondi Junction. Anyway, I ended up doing like a little bit of buying with them. And then I went into doing their kind of wholesale sales. And then from there, one of the brands that we found, um, I actually ended up working for. And so when I started working with them, there was just the two designers. Um, And yeah, like fast forward, I guess, to, you know, the end of last year when I um, stopped working with them, there was, you know, over 200 staff working there. So it became one of the biggest fashion brands within Australia. And I really was there to watch the growth from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Wait, how long were you with them for? I was with them for 11 and a half years. Holy shit. Like half my actual life. So that must have been like a breakup for you when you left. Yeah, it was like a breakup. It was quite, um, it's quite intense. It's yeah, it's full on. Full on. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's go back and talk about them. So they're a massive Australian brand. Mm -hmm. Um, killing it. Um, I was really interested in how you made your way up, like so how you started there and how you got to where you are now. Like, because yeah. you were essentially number thir- three, yeah. the first employee. Yes, exactly. Um, it was like, honestly, it was so organic, like thinking back to it now, like from where I started to where I ended, it was crazy. And I literally started out working with them. They just literally needed someone to come in and help them with everything and anything so what were they doing at the very start like how did they even start the brand it was just the um it was just the two designers I think they met at uni and then they started the brand um and it just kind of picked up a lot of momentum just being them and I think they were running the business with interns and then when I came into their business I kind of helped them set up all of their logistics so everything from like warehousing to their e-com I think when I started with them they had an aggregator running their e-com so they didn't even have their own standalone e-com wow. site but Hold again on, like what's an aggregator so I was pretending to know what that meant. So I was like, yep. like an aggregator is like essentially like a far fetch. So you you stock your brand Ooh, yep. via an aggregator, but they kind of take a commission of your sales essentially. Uh, yep. So a lot of like back in the day, not everyone knew how to launch an e-com side and run that kind of a business. So a lot of people worked with... It was online shopping even that big back then? No, no. Everyone everyone just shopped retail. Like, is this like, random to ask? Did you have to, like, go to markets and stuff? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm thinking about, like, what I where I shopped back then. No, like, at the markets? Like, I don't know. That's how a lot of Australian brands started. Seriously. Like, when I think about Bart, it. for instance, they started at Paddington Markets doing denim. Yeah. And the brand that I worked for back in the day, Bracewell, he was one of the first stockers of Sass and Bite right before yeah. they were, anyone. Remember they had their huge boom. And, yeah, 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 yeah. But a lot of brands have started that way in markets. Not so much okay. now. Like Can't everyone now starts on Instagram. But before Instagram, that was literally how you launched a brand. Well, that's what I was kind of thinking because I feel like I, yeah, I'm on the you're money on the here. Money there. I'm yeah. not, I thought I was making a really dumb comment then, but there no, you go. You're totally on it. Okay, it cool. might be the crystal. I know. <laughs> Can we just talk about this for a minute? I feel like we just went yeah. way into just talking like you know, Jordana work stuff. has bought a crystal to the podcast. It's a rose quartz. I just wanted to clear the energy in the room and just make sure we we're all we're all in a good headspace. I loved it. She got it out of her bag, and I was like, wait, what the fuck is that? <laughs> because <laughs> I'm like crystal saying, healing guys it's, it's I, a thing yeah I have crystals with my incense at home but like I don't really know what to do with it and I, I've never really been you told know, what they do like every crystal has a different meaning so you just have to look it up and buy the crystal that you feel is like what you need so like a rose quartz is about healing love and just positivity so wait who gave you that like who or did you go and get it or no you just I knew? bought I buy crystals all the time I collect them <laughs> How did, lady. did you get into this ages ago or ages ago thing? no so my mum's a clairvoyant she's a psychist oh, well, shut okay up. shut the fuck up no yeah that's what she does for a living so I've actually grown up with all of that well that makes sense yeah. more that is crazy oh, how don't <laughs> step that can she's we like back to your childhood then because I've been to so many psychics oh, oh really yeah yeah so my mum is an amazing psychic and clairvoyant and she's kind of um 
she's done it that's all she's ever done so she sort of does astrology but she's more of a medium rather than like a tarot card reader. but that's crazy that's, that's like the craziest I one prefer. i yeah. like wig out when i it's hear so about spooky. that stuff like i remember when i was growing up like i used to feel all of this energy in our house i remember once like a spirit like whispered in my ear and i woke <sighs> up i saw like a man standing at the end of my bed once no because she used to do her readings in our home so she used to have people in and out of our home and do the readings there so you can imagine the amount of like energy that was in the room a hundred percent yeah wait do you have any like special yeah what are you, i was going I'm, special I'm super, powers i'm actually super psychic no i can pick up people's like names of past girlfriends and parents okay. and all sorts wait, of things give us an example do you have anything Why like do a something good- on ella Oh my yeah, gosh, do but something now on I feel us. Like so under <laughs> okay, I will say something, but I don't know if it's because of this. So we just have oh my god, I'm freaking out. You know, I'm really freaked out by this stuff. Really? Yeah. Why? Don't say anything negative. Because I always feel like if someone says something to me, like I'm gonna like live by it. I need it. to take your hand. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm weirdly picking up like Carmen or like a C name or like a Karen. I don't know why, but that's coming to that's me. That's weird. I know there is Karen, the one that like killed my grandpa. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> that's actually that's actually her name. Well, it's Karen with a K though, I think. Well, I was picking up like Carmen or Karen. Yeah. Really strongly. And it's like Karen, but like same. Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but why is that why is that like important now? Oh, because it was a huge trial back in the day. I've actually never gone into it really on the podcast, but like not a secret. Um, Great. Well, the podcast has taken yeah. a different turn, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it was like a euthanasia case. So it was quite like complicated, but she ended up getting the drug from, oh, it was like Mexico. an animal, Mexico, but it was like that animal, like horse, like tranquil, but I don't know if it's tranquil. Yeah. Ketamine. No, I don't think it was ketamine. Like, I'm a bit hazy on the facts because I was actually going through my HSC, so yeah. I was trying not to concentrate on it. No, yeah. I'm kidding. That's <laughs> but so weird. it was very confusing because she was actually our English tutor as well and a really good family friend. And she killed... Because she was helping his partner, who oh, actually okay. turned out to be a lesbian. So okay. they, they were have just taking his money. Oh, okay. Stuff. Oh, that's yeah. so... And you picked up that name. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was getting like a really strong, like Carmen, Karen, something along those lines. Well, as soon as you said that, I was like, fuck. And then Is I was she thinking... she alive? Yeah. Oh, no, she killed herself. Sorry. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. There's she killed herself before it, the trial went so ahead. So do you pick up dead energy or alive energy? A bit of both. Like I, I'm like that was my, crazy. That was yeah. Freaking. My main thing is like picking up people's exes and then telling them about it. Like when I've had like 150 drinks. So <laughs> if you see me out, stay do you away feel from a bit me. like energy, like drained a bit after? No, I feel like. It's, I feel like it scares other people, so I try and not talk about no, it. No, when I say scared, okay, I'm saying I'm intrigued by oh it, my though. God. Are you weaked out by it? No, I love well, it. Well, Steph loves it. <laughs> I'm just watching Okay, YouTube. really weird. It's like an S, like a Sean or... Oh! <laughs> that was her ex. That's her I ex. didn't know that, by the way. No, no you didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck you are? Like, <laughs> why yeah. don't you do this as a job? <laughs> I think I better quit fashion. You do. Do you know how much like this is like, that's crazy. Holy shit. That is scary. How do you do that? It's just the psychic energy, guys. I don't know okay. what to tell When you. did you pick up that you had – sorry, we are going to go back to fashion, but we are very I, intrigued honestly, by like, this side I'm of all, you. I've always known that I've had it and I've just had to like – just because it's like that's what my mum does and I didn't want to go down that pathway and I didn't want to become like a spiritual like ooh la la (laughs) and I'm really I'm like quite like career driven and focused and I've always wanted to like I'm a high achiever yeah do you reckon you will go into it maybe later in life look who knows you know like because that's crazy that you have that like that's not like not everyone has that really scary that you knew that i don't even i mean that's so crazy like i've known you for so long but i don't don't know know the ins and outs of like every guy you've dated i know one of the guys you've dated (laughs) (laughs) i don't know every single guy you've been with so i'm fucking shook yeah (laughs) when you pulled that out i thought it was just like maybe a stage you were going through you know how everyone's like crystals it's like really important to do these things okay okay. so you need to tell me now what crystals i should get so i'm gonna we can talk about this can we do that as a recommendation yeah, so at the end, absolutely. like what crystals we should get, maybe yeah. like for our age group. Yes, is there a, is that a thing in age group or is it more personality? No, I, I think it's know. I think it's also like what you're going through. Yeah, in each like transitional period of your life, you need to have the right thing around you to like ground you and guide yeah. you and like clear certain energies or. 
Do you no. go to lots of healers, like massages and all of that? No, oh, look, I love a massage, doesn't everyone? <laughs> I do actually see an amazing kinesiologist who you guys would know. She's a friend of mine. Harriet Williams she's incredible so I do see her she's she's a great kinesiologist but in terms of like healers and all that kind of thing like I feel like I do a lot of self-healing so I haven't I've been fortunate enough not to have to need to amazing I'm so yeah that is a very funky side that Mm. you have of your personality really one more question when you met Sam yeah your fiance yeah who's our client that we've had for years (laughs) yes did you know straight away? I When I met Sam, I knew that there was something, like I felt like we had a soul connection. Like I knew that him and I were, either we'd met in a past life or I truly felt like there was something there that like I couldn't put my finger on. And it wasn't like intense, I'm oh, sorry, Love Sam. at first sight. <laughs> it wasn't like love at first sight or lust. But I feel like it was so normal It though. was for him, obviously. <laughs> but I was more like super intrigued by him and I just was intrigued that I was like so attracted and could, couldn't stop thinking about someone that was so opposite to my like usual type. Totally yeah, did you have long-term boyfriends before Sam? I was single before Sam for nine years. So, I That's mean, I'm not going to lie to think you guys. I travelled overseas a lot for work. I was always on the go. So I definitely had a couple of boyfs around the world. Yeah, yes, well, that's we a, yeah, going back to work as well. Yeah, yeah. so you travelled, like, all the time. So that would have been hard yeah. with relationships and, like, juggling. For sure. I think, like, with, like, being in fashion and being in that industry, it's such a fast-paced industry. And I kind of got to the level where... I was traveling, you know, every sort of eight weeks overseas. I was traveling to the UK. I was traveling to New York. Um, I had to go to Miami for trade shows. And I was also kind of doing... So wait, um, what a trade... You have to try and like sell them into shops in right. overseas. So like in the... Like they're just not a thing here in Australia. In no. Australia you have like showroom appointments. I hear about your mum does try... Mm. Went to a trade show with furniture stuff more. Yeah. Like I feel like super, that's a thing. Yeah. Not in fashion. A, within us, like the Australian market, like trade shows are super common with furniture. Yeah. And within like the beauty industry. But in fashion, it's just never really took off. But... Why is that? I, I feel like Australians find trade shows naff. They prefer like if you're, you know, if you're a high-end brand and you have like a certain, you know, you just want to be at a certain level, everything needs to feel super premium. So a trade show doesn't feel premium. It's like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. What's that thing that, yeah, wedding dress, but they did the junk, what's the junk? What's that? (laughs) Junk. Junk it. A junket. Junket, trunket, trunket show. show. A trunk show. show. And that's like a very American thing. Yeah. Here, like, everyone wants that really VIP premium experience. Like, lol, Australians, like, just think they're so chic and killing it within the fashion industry. Sorry. But they they love to, like, take their time, go into a showroom appointment, have a beautiful experience. Whereas in America, it's, like, such a huge business. I mean, it's... It's phenomenal. So wait, talk us through like what happens when you go overseas and you do these shows. So I'd literally travel by myself. I'd take, you know, like four suitcases of samples with me overseas. By yourself? Yeah. I was doing it by, by myself. Hectic. I'd get over there. We had like a US team there. So I'd have um, a sales agent. We had a PR agent over there and I kind of managed yeah. all of those elements of the business. And then when I'd get there, I'd set up the trade show. So you'd literally be in like this booth have the, your decals up and then you'd book in all your appointments. So you'd see stores like Saks, like Bloomingdale's, Net-A-Porter, Selfridges, everyone would come wow. through the booth. Like an and interview process. Yeah, and that's of. where you'd write your orders and that's how you make your money. That's how you do your wholesale business. You have to do, oh, it's like a three-day so trade show. through the trade show. Right, and they come and like see all of the samples. Obviously the world's changed because of COVID and you can do everything online now. But back in the day, like, and this is like back in the day, I'm talking like pre-COVID, you'd go in and you'd see a brand and every single brand is at these shows. Like no matter how big or small, and that's how you write your orders. That's how the big department. And is that how you met it. them as well, or you'd have contacts before you get over there? Like you'd be in contact. Yeah, with I them. mean, you'd all like you'd always put in the groundwork beforehand. Yep. So like emailing buyers and saying, hey, like we've got our new collection. We're going to be here. This oh. is our booth number. These are our okay, dates. Yeah. Book in for an appointment because once you're there. It's crazy. Like you're in this booth and buyers are just coming in yeah. hot and heavy. I'm imagining like Homebush like out there, like yeah. just that booths energy. everywhere. Oh, they're like like pulling, Easter show vibe. They're yeah. like <laughs> pulling shit off racks. There's things flying everywhere. Like it's crazy. You meet the funniest people ever as So well. you kind of enjoyed them though? So fun. Like very fast paced. Great if you've got a lot of energy and you're just wanting to, you know. You and have a lot of energy. Yeah. How many years in were you? Because obviously you started just as like the very first yeah. employee. How many years did it take for that big Australian brand to get off the off the ground? I mean, I honestly, it was probably four to five years in before we really started to see a huge, um, like, I guess growth yeah it it was it it really did take 
quite a long time. It kind of feels like everyone said to me, oh, like this brand, it's everywhere. Yeah. I'm seeing it everywhere. But you don't see what goes on behind the scenes, like the hours you do, even like preparing shoots and, you know, doing all of that overseas. It's just there's so much energy and time that goes into mm. it and just late nights early mornings and like I used to stay back at work I remember till like nine ten o'clock at night doing all the admin after you do all the fun stuff after you do the shoots yeah after you do the trade shows after you do these huge international trips you then get back you've got to major chase, low <laughs> yeah chase all the orders get the money in like I used to like say like as a joke when I'd leave a trade show I'd be like I'm just gonna make it rain POs which is a purchase order <laughs> yeah. and I wanted to be like out the top of a limo and like you know like Fuck you're it. at a strip club like with dollar yes. bills and I'd have like a purchase order and I was like woo would you go partying after and stuff like is that how you met other people yeah of course like that's what you do in the fashion industry like it's it's so such a solo J going out on the I town. mean I was fortunate enough to have like mates in every <laughs> country so I went to thinking, like you're just like out by yourself at the clubs oh, I can see you <laughs> doing I actually have done that. Like I've, I've met some seriously funny. Like I went to like I went to a trade show in Japan and I went out on my own, like, walking around. Like went to a club on my own. Went to like there's this little area in Japan and they've got all these little mini bars. Yeah. And I was going into all these mini bars and just meeting people on my own. I like expats or Japanese people? Like Japanese people. Yeah. Yeah. And did, then did you end up at the karaoke? Yeah. Bars I, or whatever I, they I, have. I love karaoke, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, like you, that's kind of how you meet people and I think that's one thing that's so fun about being in that industry. Oh, 100%. You, know, you, do, that's, you want to meet people, you want the opportunity it's to exciting kind of, as well. And you meet some really interesting cats. Like the parties imagine. are fun, the drinks are flowing. Yeah, like what like, VIP parties did you get invited to? Which oh, has been like, God. what's like a crazy story like, from overseas? Like do you have many? Well, surely you do yeah I've got a couple I feel like the V like the part it was more like going to like art gallery parties and parties very like, Sino yeah mm. like where like friends are stylists that live overseas yep. and you go with them all that kind of shit you know blah 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 <laughs> but I actually do have a funny story I was at um I just finished I was in Miami for Miami swim week which is just the craziest week what is that Explain. it's a huge it's like fashion week but for swimwear I've seen it like I want to go to it but like it's kind of like had the chance yet you know? yeah it's kind of like wrong but then it's also so right at is the same it more time models that are like sexy and hot not your like runway yes models. exactly so yeah. there's literally no runway models all the girls are just like super hot girls yeah. and a little Pink bit more tits. like real girls yeah. but it's an amazing week it's so cool it's so fun it's like super inspiring and swim is the best collections to make. Like they're just, you know. So fun. You can shoot on the beach. You're in the sun, like blah, blah, blah. Holiday so, vibe. Anyway, we finished like a four-day trade show and I had one of my best friends there with me. His name's Harold. He lives in New York. He's <laughs> I love a, that name. He's a real cool cat. Um, and we went out to this club in Miami called Eleven. It's actually essentially a strip club but like a super cool one. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's sick. And like all the girls like get up on like strings and they're like – you know like it's basically like a circus. like naked yeah they get naked yeah yeah well it's a strip club. the whole kid out though yeah, yeah. vaginas just out. checking yeah, yeah i was like yeah. oh no you, no you oh. have to get a private i think in america it's actually like it's not legal to get the, the full kid oh, in portland yeah. oregon it's yeah. definitely not, like fine though i saw but that you, sorry you if you found where <laughs> portland oregon i went to one oh, and i yeah. was like oh, oregon oh, you can do whatever the fuck you want in oregon it's like fine i thought in miami like anything goes no. or it's like las vegas more like kind of like it's yeah, like no vegas one for is it fine but. i think florida still has like a lot of rules you know how every state has different yeah. like rules yeah and you forget about that yeah okay yeah. Anyway, we were there. We were partying with some some heavy hitters. And um, at the end of the night, you know, one thing led to another. And we were on this stripper bus going back to Brody Jenner's um, oh. hotel, I guess. Anyway, vibes, so Brody he was Jenner, staying at the, he was, <laughs> So hot. So hot. <laughs> you know, The Hills was like my favourite fucking oh, show really? growing up. It got me through life. I actually didn't know. I was with one of my girlfriends. I'm not going to mention her name, but um, we... <laughs> <laughs> she knew them so we went back there it was pretty late anyway on the bus on the way back we got the 11 stripper bus he was like putting up all of these instagrams and i was like dancing like a complete idiot anyway i didn't realize that he was putting up videos so then we went back to the versace mansion which is where we we're staying everyone was getting lit Wait, what's getting the in the versace pool. mansion it's this amazing hotel in miami okay it's a hotel not oh, so yeah. it's private no, but did a it photo was, shoot yeah there. it yeah. was gianni versace's residence oh it was, hectic it where was he got murdered didn't he get murdered there yeah yeah, yeah he got killed out the front yes. by that crazy oh, dude. And so he has all the p- famous parties in yeah. there 
Fuck, that's sick. Yeah, so we went back there and it's like incre- like architecturally it's amazing but like look at four in the morning I didn't really – I wasn't looking no. at the architecture to be perfectly honest with you. Anyway, <laughs> You we were, were looking at Brody. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we were having a few tequila shots and one of his friends like went to jump in the pool. Everyone jumped in the pool and he grabbed one of the statues when he was jumping in. <laughs> I don't know if he realised that the statue was going to fall into the pool with him and then we all kind of jumped in to save this dude because he was essentially getting squashed by a statue. Who was this guy? I don't know. A one random. of his, one of his like party Random mates and I think guy. he broke his leg. <laughs> no. Anyway, we all jumped in the pool. Then at like 4.45, my girlfriend and I and this other kind of famous Instagrammy girl. <laughs> Tell us who it is no, right now. I can't. <laughs> we got back to the Edition Hotel. We were walking through the lobby. Okay, it's like a scene out of like someone walking through a somewhere wearing a scuba suit. I was, we were all dripping wet. We got oh, to the God. lobby. The security at the front were like, hey girls. And we were like, what's up? Like Fucked stupid, stupid yeah. Australian girls. Anyway, we walked in and they were like, he was like a bit wet. And we were like, yeah, it was nah. raining. Like, no, lol, we just jumped in a pool. Um, anyway, we had to like go. I was in the lift. I was like, I'm just not dealing with this. We're never doing this again. But anyway, it was a really fun party. Anyway, the next morning, my friend texted me and he was like, he'd left Harold because he's responsible. And he was like, hey, girl, I'm here packing up all your shit for the trade show. Where are you? Anyway, <sighs> my, I slept through my alarm. I woke up. I was like, shit, because I had to fly out that night. Oh, my God. And I looked. He was like, maybe if you weren't getting lit with Brody Jenner till four in the morning. Because <laughs> oh, you did the video. Anyway, I looked on his Instagram stories and there was all these videos of me and I had so much fuck. anxiety. I was like, I need to get the fuck out of Miami. I'm never coming back here. And like, you know, a year later I met Sam. So thank God Yeah, for that. literally <laughs> that's panic attack central. Don't you reckon at the time there's yeah. so much fun and I then you wait? Up I and you like watch nah. the Instagrams because I was like, what was I doing? Like, Were you do- was he tagging you in the Instagram? No, no, he was just putting up like you know, like they're party guys that yeah. they put up that stuff. Anyway, I mean, look, he there was like 150 girls there. You know, that did was, you yeah. kiss him? That? That's why they no, no. Oh, okay. no what his, was his personality? His girlfriend like? Caitlin. Who, oh, were they together then? Yeah, yeah, she was there, and she's actually really cool. And she used to wear the brand that I worked for quite a lot. Yeah, and she's so beautiful and gorgeous. She's hot as fuck. Yeah, super super hot. And, he's and how were they so together at the time? Did you notice they were like fine? You know how they yeah, kind of, I think now they they're broken cool. up. I feel like they were like a vibe. Like they were into each other. They were partying together. Like you know those couples that just. Very open. They I feel did like everything together. Vibe, maybe. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I'd get that vibe from on, them. On no. that note, you know how you were saying you got her to wear the clothes from the brand that you worked for. Yeah. How hard is that to do? Like, how the fuck does that work? I mean, honestly, like you've just got to make the right connections. I think it's like it can be super trial and error, or you can be so lucky and meet the right people. Like I was lucky enough to meet the most incredible girl who was working for a really big 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 agency over in LA and I went over there to try and find um PR representation um with the girls I was working with and our the Australian PR agent we were working with at the time anyway we found this kind of it was a bit of like an older agency but there was this one young girl that was working there and she was super cool super onto it and I just remember thinking like this chick knows what's up like she was very done yeah and you could just you know you just feel that you sense that someone knows what they're doing yeah Anyway, we stayed with them for like two years and she like straight up called me and was like, look, I'm leaving. We're out of here. We obviously had to like do it, like finish our contract with them. And then we went with her and she knows everyone. Like she's just like the most incredible operator wow. and networker. And so she was so instrumental with this brand, uh, getting it on like the likes of like Kendall Jenner, Hailey Bieber. I was going to say you had some big names. Yeah. Um, like Jennifer Lopez. Oh I mean, she, she was, yeah, Irina Shake. I'm just like running through. Is them it all. more getting in with the stylist as well? Like for you, sure, it's not like, really with the individual like yeah. sucking up to them. It's more like getting in with who dresses them. Well, her in was like she knew all the stylists and yep. she knew all of the people that kind of were dressing the girls. And I think like when you're looking for a PR agency or when you're looking for someone to represent you offshore and you don't have that control or that level of control, you need to ensure that they've got the contacts. Yeah. So you kind of have to do your research and you have to make sure you're working with the right people who just don't talk the talk. They actually have to walk the walk. Yeah. yeah. And, you and know, the proof's in the pudding. Like you can tell straight up off the bat if so, if you're working with someone for a couple months and they you don't get any placements, you don't get any like, ROI or return on investment, you know that it's it's never going to come to fruition. High pressure job, Jesus. Yeah, it's full on because you have to perform. You're getting paid a monthly retainer in PR. You've got to perform. And then did you would you get like as the brand, like working for the brand, yeah. like would you get the heads up being like, hey, like, 
like, hey, yeah. Bieber's going to be, like, out in Miami wearing that dress. No. Like, or you just have to look. No, like, like they like, what happens is... They'd be onto it, the PR. For sure. Yeah. So what happens is, like, they have the collections there. They obviously seed out product and they're working with stylists and they know what they've loaned out. So they're like, this celebrity has this... And they'll keep a lookout for it, but usually it's pap shots. Like they yeah. get they get sent paparazzi That's what I shots mean. and they get you notifications. Just see it and then yeah, because obviously unless you're a like a red carpet brand like a YSL or Gucci or whatever, you you're not going to get shots of that celebrity wearing your product on a red carpet. It has to be a paparazzi shot. Mm. So you've got to be super lucky that they're out wearing your product and they're going to get a pap shot in it. A hundred percent. I've always then, thought about that being like, how the fuck does this work? But it's crazy. Like the way it works, I guess, in Hollywood and in LA, especially like, you know, people set stuff up. So, you know, mm. I guess they, they know when people are going to be out and about. There's, yeah. there's people who say this person's going to be here at this time and blah, blah, blah. And then blah. it happens. Yeah. How about sure. in um, like Australia or in Sydney? Like how is the process different? I think the process here is that, you know, Sydney specifically is like such a small community yeah. and um, it's just a lot more personal. Like you make personal relationships. You work with people that you genuinely want to work yep. with and who love wearing the, the brand, brand. long-term or love wearing the brand you're working more. with yeah and you work with people that actually support you and have the same morals values 100 yeah, percent. so it's different it, yeah it's it's much it's very genuine here and i think celebrities that wear brands here it's it's an ongoing relationship and yeah. it's something they really they love working with that brand they love wearing that brand they may be a fan of the brand before they even start wearing it you know they might buy it before you start mm. gifting it but i guess it's also it's it's funny you almost have to kind of gift product to get get someone to wear it and then they and then they love the brand but you just do those things because naturally that's the way you i guess hook someone in it's like going fishing right like you have to dangle the bait oh 100 (laughs) percent. yeah but when you have like Haley and kendall wearing that brand mm, do sales spike immediately absolutely like i've there was like, one. So that's yeah, return on investment. 100% for sure, like tenfold. You can keep producing that same item over and over again and using that image, and people will continue to buy it because they're such iconic faces. Yeah. And, you know, everyone wants to be like them. So, yeah, I is, do. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Lord knows I do. So, amen. Like, as much as people love to hate it, hate to love it, you have to do it. If you have a brand, like a certain kind of brand, whether it's like a dress brand or an evening brand, if you're like a sexy contemporary or high-end contemporary brand, it's essential to have celebrities in your brand. That's how, mm. I guess. A hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. I guess it's now like, it's like so much easier kind of like moving into like the whole side of like Instagram and social media and how that can affect a brand's presence. Yeah, and just reputation. It's so much easier now to get your brand seen and get it out there because of social media. Like back in the day, you had to have traditional PR. That's so true. It would have been so different. Like, I can't even remember when I did my first fashion internship. Yeah. I was just I was just on the phone to magazines, like being like, "Hey, like, what do you have like coming up in the yeah. next month? Yeah. You know, yeah, like, do you have a feature we can like, put out? Yeah, that's what all I did. Yeah. Like, and it's crazy because it's so different now. You can just reach out to like what influencers. You or can literally do just DM someone DM and be like, someone, "Hey, yeah. girl," yeah. which is what pretty crazy. Would you say is like the biggest change from then to now like is it all influencer outreach that's like yeah the main thing yeah so there's no not a lot of emphasis on print media and all of like that. like there still is a little bit I mean I think it's still important and I think some of the publications within Australia do such an incredible job of elevating brands mm. and bringing them to the market introducing them to like the big department stores like a David Jones and um, like in athleisure, for instance, like a style runner, et cetera. So I think it's still very important to have that representation within those publications, whether it's online or whether it's print. And, you know, there's still a lot of people that love to read magazines. It's it's super old school, but it also, I guess, brings up like emotions and it's it's something that's kind of, you it's know. It's nice. So. Yeah. And you keep them as well. And I just love looking at the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it's it is it's beautiful, but it isn't you don't see as much return on it. Oh yeah. And I everyone knows that, yeah, you know. Imagine that being yeah. I, I you know what I mean. Like everything you do in a magazine you can kind of just post on socials anyway. You can like recreate anything. Totally. So. Yeah, exactly. Like or you can yeah. 
I mean, well, that's what we get all our like design. Like when we have like, oh, yeah. let's have like a you know a mood board session. Like yeah. you always just go through yeah. magazines, and like you it. guys can do a shoot and be like, let's shoot in Morocco, and you can literally set up a set up. like you're in a Morocco. Screen. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas you you used to have to go to Morocco. <laughs> what to was what was the most amazing <laughs> shoot you ever did? Um, I've. I've been fortunate enough to do some pretty incredible shoots in some incredible locations. Like shooting in Miami was amazing just because like purely, I think the whole process of producing a shoot for me is something that I love and I hold very dear to my heart. I feel like it's such an intense creative process, Yes, but it's also once you see the outcome and you look at what you've created, it's so rewarding because you're like, it's, it's almost like an amazing accomplishment. You know what I mean? And you have it all there forever yeah, to look at. Exactly. <laughs> There's like, a lot of schlep work. Yeah, though. a lot of schlep work. I remember I did a shoot in <laughs> LA, like at this beautiful like house. Actually, it wasn't beautiful. It was kind of run down and shit, but we <laughs> made, vibe. We made it look Hollywood beautiful. Vibe. It was like, yeah, it was like super Hollywood. It was in the hills. Um, we shot this ex Victoria's Secret model. She was amazing. And it was like, just such a beautiful day iconic LA yeah, and like super, like just looking out uh, like across the hills I was like I remember I was thinking like this is awesome like this is I've such made a vibe it. <laughs> yeah made well it. you know depends what made it means to yeah. you but it is it, it I think producing shoots and having that kind of creative element as a part of your JD and a part of your career is like it's something that I will always hold very dear to my heart. And I think that's what everyone's always chasing. Like I think Mm. girls that are starting out in fashion and boys, anyone, dogs, cats, (laughs) I think whoever's starting out in fashion, you always have this like vision that you're going to be like doing these beautiful shoots and it's so glamorous Mm. and like we all know it's not. No. Like you're schlepping, you're taking like four suitcases on trips, you're getting pulled over by customs, you're getting grilled in a room, why have you got samples, you're staying in a shitty hotel and then you're working like, you know, 15-hour days. Yeah. And then you're also doing a shoot and you're dressing people and getting food for people. Coffees for people. And you're like, I thought I was the stylist producer and I was running the show, but no, I'm still getting someone a Fucking, fucking coffee yeah a fucking lactose free coffee yeah, where like, you're like what it, the fuck it is just that? it just never ends in fashion you just it's almost like people think everyone has egos but i actually don't think people do it's just that <laughs> you have just so you have to so do drained. so much like yeah i've yeah and i've even been in situations where i'm like have had to go to a coffee run and i'm like wow i'm 36 and i'm doing a coffee run and i've done all these amazing things but here we are yeah here coffees we are. are an important element of any shoot but though. i think that's like uh, it's but that would be good advice to someone because I, I ne- think never think you're too good to yeah. do something. Like get your hands dirty, get down, get it done, and don't be don't be a, you know don't be a princess. Don't think that you're ever too good to do anything because everything you do and everything you put in, it will always come Worth back to it. you tenfold. I think like something that I've something I kind of conjured up recently. I said to someone that your energy and the time you give someone is so important like it's almost like an exchange of money like would you give someone free money oh absolutely so why would you give someone your time and energy for free like they have to earn it yes or they have to prove to you when did you think of that i don't know i thought of it the other day i was like people have to be worthy of your time and energy it's such an important you need to to write these down as like quotes for sure and i was like you you almost can kind of compare it to a payment like you're you're giving someone so much of yourself what are they giving you well i mean as well so do they deserve that have they earned that well that's what we always talk about times like yeah what i was gonna say a line then like a quote and i know i'm gonna get it wrong (laughs) so i'm not gonna say it (laughs) just try (laughs) time is the essence is that right i mean it totally is though well that's what we always feel and we like you know time is everything with clients and you put so much work into it and sometimes you feel like you're not appreciated which is the same as i feel like i give a lot of my energy and it doesn't come back yeah and it's like you need the crystal hold the crystal hold it steph and just say with me Go. My time. My time. My energy. My energy. My vibe. My vibe. Is worth. It is worth. More than gold. More than gold. Do you feel better now? I do. <laughs> do you actually I, say that? Like into your crystal? I say all sorts of shit. <laughs> this I, crystal knows what's up. <laughs> I want that fucking crystal. Oh, Give it to me. I have um, another, <laughs> another oh, subject is clutching the crystal yeah, like really it's her hot. firstborn child. <laughs> I am. Um, started journaling and I'm like oh, yeah. it's changed my life a bit I also think it's important to write down your dreams because you like you don't realize you mm. wake up and you're like whoa that was weird and you can dream about someone and then you'll see them in the street three days later and you're like what the hell was that 
That is that's yeah. deja vu, bitch. I, I do short term and long term goals at the moment. Like yeah. I put them in and I do the short term for the month. I yeah. feel like that really helps me with work stuff. I, I think it keeps you on track mm. and it kind of keeps you focused on what you need to achieve because you can get so caught up in the big picture. Hundred percent. But it's super Which is my problem. I feel like all yeah. the time. I, it's you know what it's. It's everyone's problem. Yeah. Because then you get so, so down, don't you reckon? You do. Like, Fuck, I haven't done this. I haven't done I haven't that. I haven't achieved so this. Shit. I've done yeah. this. But like, look at what you have done. And you never yeah. take a moment. Like Ella and I always say this, like, Five years ago, we were working out of like someone's house, yeah. like out of her house. We had no money, sure. we had nothing, and yeah, now we it's have hard office, to. Yeah, it's so hard yeah. not to be like, "This more, is amazing." More, more. You just, well, I just more, want more, more, more. It's so true. Everything yeah. you want more, you're never fucking happy. But you know what? That's that's amazing. That trait. means you're a hustler as well. Like you yeah. guys are hustlers. You want more. You want to achieve. You're a high achiever, and that's fantastic. But you also do need to take a little bit of a minute to appreciate everything that you have and everything that you've mm. earned, and that's something that I've learnt to do I think at the end of you know the position I left at the end of last year yeah I had to take a moment and be like wow I've done some really incredible things I've traveled I got to this position where I you know a lot of girls would only dream of getting to and I got there and I thought is this what I really want like I feel like that I can need to be more fulfilled spiritually and emotionally and feel as though I'm truly appreciated and I think that's so important in a career and in a job like you can do what everyone wants you to do and you can do what you think is right but you also have to make sure that you're nurturing yourself mm. your mind your spirit your heart and everything it's well just, it's your life in the end isn't it like sure. if you don't like if you're not ha- you know happy yeah, with totally. where you're at like what's the point I don't know that's heavy but. exactly <laughs> but yeah you've got to just kind of cl- count your blessings when you have them and not what's coming so that's, what did you envision yeah. for your next chapter when you moved on? Um, I honestly was just really open to anything. I just wanted the universe to guide me rather than having like I'd been so focused on like, you know, hitting certain pillars in my career and doing certain things. I really just wanted to make sure that I was happy emotionally, mentally and spiritually. And it's sort of something where I've had to take a little bit of a step back and kind of what I'm doing now, I'm working with an Australian athleisure brand and I'm also doing consulting. So I'm kind of doing a little bit of everything, which has been nice. It's making you like, yeah. Well, it's yeah. like when you're doing, you're kind of doing your own thing at the same time. Exactly. And I kind of needed to, but I mean, there's so many things I want to do and that I've kind of started to work on that will be coming in the future. Ooh. But, you know, everything's sort of a work in progress. And I don't, yeah, I, I'm not going to put kind of like, a time limit on yeah. myself, you know. What did your day-to-day job at that massive Australian brand look like and toward the end? Yeah. And what was the kind of pinnacle moment where you were like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore? Like, For me, I, it wasn't that I ever wanted to not do it. It was just that like I kind of – I think, it, you know, things run their course and that's like – I always look to the universe to tell me when something's totally run its course and there's so many signs that I had where I was like, I knew it wasn't right anymore. But what are those signs? It's just little things. Like feeling drained. Yeah, Aww. it's feelings, yeah. it's emotions. It could be signs. Like, you know, a bird could shit on your head when you're walking into the <laughs> so office and you're like, here. this shit ain't for me anymore. Yeah. You know, like little things like that. So I think it's always important to like stay aware and stay focused. Like we can walk around with our head in our phones, like looking at text messages and not worrying about what is going on around us. But you've got to open your eyes. You know when you're smell unhappy. The roses. You know your body 100%. Yeah. And we've talked about this before. Like, yeah. I've, you know, fucking just, you, you push know, yourself you're just like emotionally so drained. If we weren't our own bosses, we would have quit many times. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? That's what everyone says that like, when they have their own, owning your own business is the hardest thing. Like, I was fortunate enough that I didn't have my own business. I was working for other people and I had so much freedom to do all of these incredible creative things. But when it is your business, and I know this from all of my girlfriends that have their own businesses, even now doing consulting, which is my business, Mm. it's tough. Like there's no one motivating you. No There's no one being like, you have to do this amount of work this week to get your paycheck. Like you have to literally do it to be able to. Self-motivated. Yeah, Yeah. like it's it's crazy. But even then we know when we're not happy at work. Like and then we'll do something to change it. Like we've gotten to that point where I'm like, fuck this. What are we going to do to make this better? Like, you know, for the next month, like few months, I can't go on like dealing with this and you figure out, oh, it's a client or it's something that we're doing. Like I feel like now as you get older, you you learn. identify it though. 
is one of the most um, important things. Well, back you in can, the day we didn't. So yeah. now I'm like, I'm like ready when I'm, as soon as I'm unhappy or I'm stressed, yeah. I'm like, I'm fucking getting rid of that. You've got to call it. And well, it's gotten yeah. to the point where we're like, we actually either won't take on a client or we sure. like the relationship is done. Yeah. Now. Like we, it's yeah. run its course. We've done our job. It's over. But that's yeah. just when you live and you learn as you yeah, get older. For sure. So then tell us how you got the new job. So I a consulting brand. What's yes. it called, doll? So I well look. It's I've actually worked with quite a number of different brands and like so random. Like <laughs> I've done so many different things. It's it's actually been amazing to just see different levels and layers of different brands. But I think for me the funniest thing about fashion is you can apply what you've learned to every single business. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't want to say it's cookie cutter, but it kind of is. Like every that makes sense. I yeah. feel like you can say that with any kind of yeah, you know yeah. But you would have essentially it. had to have learned how to start a business in your prior yeah, job anyway. For it, sure, it sounds like you were doing everything. Yeah, literally sounded yeah. like you were running like a lot of yeah. different aspects but of that, that business. But that was amazing, and I loved it at the time. I know that's what I mean. You would have yeah. learned so much from yeah. that. Um, so working now with the the brand I'm working with at the moment, it was I kind of just met them through friends, and it's like an incredible business. It's a leading Australian athleisure brand, very successful, um, super cool team, very inspiring, like super motivating as well. So I've been fortunate enough to like work with great people, and then with the consulting stuff, I mean, I really just did that as a means to an end. Like I kind of left my job. I was like, I had this big moment, which I think a lot of women, men do at a certain age and stage of their career. And I kind of had an epiphany and I was like, okay, I want to work for myself. But we've got so much knowledge. I did it during COVID. So that was, and like the fashion (laughs) industry had never been hit so hard. They were like standing people down left, right and center. And I was like, hey, I'm a consultant. Woo, over here. But look, I've I've been lucky enough to have enough connections that I've been able to kind of sustain it. Um, But yeah, I think moving forward for me, I definitely would like to get out of fashion at some point well it's, I think we know where you're moving towards yeah, I know <laughs> are we allowed to talk about this well it's kind of like so it's kind of like such initial stages I'm looking to start um a work on a tequila brand with a girlfriend I mean it's just oh, hello it, yeah it's it's very 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 initial stages but something big will definitely come out tequila of it tequila is clo- tequila is the drink yeah we were just talking about it from being a psycho yeah. <laughs> we were piss. just saying that but when I you went out I can drink tequila like this is what I was saying I can drink tequila till like five in the morning and I feel totally fine the next day I have two, 100%. Give me two white wines and give me two just, white Ellie, wines yeah well this. I was just saying that we I got totally so wasted. sick yeah on Melbourne Cup and I was like it was the first time I didn't just stick to tequila like yeah. I had fucking wine <laughs> vomiting mess I'm nearly 30 yeah. like that's like not on so I was like I'm just gonna stick to tequila I why is it what wine is tequila? I'll tell you so you tequila tell is like it's an upper it's the only alcohol that's an upper it makes you feel good it actually you can lose weight by drinking tequila it oh, works I did on not know that don't you consume no, it's like, like it's super good for you so basically it's like you're working <laughs> while you're drinking it you're working out sales pitch yeah this is a great sales (laughs) pitch it's also like it's just all around good times and I look I've got to do a lot more research into it like um my girlfriend and I want to go to tequila and kind of work with uh, like a couple of people there and we you know we're going to do it all really sustainably and beautifully and make sure that that we're kind of giving a nice nod to the heritage and because so, that's important. Of I was course. just thinking like Kendall, Kendall got a bit of backlash yeah. well, for that. I think we'll do we'll go down that road. I think I'm like kind of keen to do like a, a canned Can margarita a situation, but I'm not gonna give away our don't like million, too much, billion, yeah. trillion dollar no. idea because I don't want someone to steal it. I'm excited though, yeah. because as I said, and Steph said, it's I'm one of our favourite drinks. I'm thinking of putting my face on the can. Um, you need <laughs> to. <laughs> just gonna like really sidetrack everyone. Like here. the fact you wish Rose Oh yeah, that popped off. Wow. But he's like a killer marketer. Like that was like an amazing idea and he just marketed the shit out of it. I was there in New York when it launched. I went to the fucking party. I've said this on the podcast probably before. With Emily Ratajowski and she promoted the shit out of it for him. Like I reckon you should do a psychic energy tequila. Like a little bit of a reading at the back. I would love to bless the tequila before. Yes, because you've got a little tarot card on the back of the sun case. Yeah, so that's why don't you put that energy into it? Yeah, I will. That's a really good idea. Do you reckon you can put crystals in tequila? tequila maybe i don't see why not i think that we're like taking she's like fuck they figured it out (laughs) 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 that would go off in la it actually would crystal infused tequila stay tuned well i'm excited for you but we thought we'd jump into some personal stuff as well as we said we know sammy sam 
the beautiful Sam. Yeah. So Sam so, is a real estate agent. He was our second ever client after Tom. Was Hawley. he your second? Do you know I met him in New York? Actually, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think how I met him, and I met him when I was there in New York. I, and the way yeah. he speaks about you guys, like it's so beautiful. It's like you're his like little sisters. Like he really like loves you we guys. We love loves him. him. Yeah. He's great. I will say, Laura, he's just like a big koala bear. He. You know, I didn't Laura, reply to Laura. To the yes. podcast, she said she's so excited to listen to your episode. Oh, and she wanted sweet. to send you love. Love you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we miss you. Yeah. So wait, how did you guys meet? Did you, were you friends before? Like I actually haven't asked either of you this before. Yeah. Yes. So no, we weren't. I actually met him. I. It's a funny story. So I was at a girlfriend's 30th and he, and then I had another girlfriend's 30th to go to. So I went to a lunch um, and I got this other girlfriend was writing. She was like, where are you? Obviously at the first party, I got a little out of hand and I was just having the best time ever, YOLO. As and we do. I, yeah. And then I got to the second party and it was at the, I think it was at the Dolphin in Surrey Hills. It was upstairs. Anyway, rolled up. I was sourced, shamorsed. Anyway, <laughs> I got up the top and one of my girlfriends, we met um, through Montana Pitt and yeah. Nick Pitt and they introduced us and I thought this guy's funny like he's a bit of a vibe he was like cracking some jokes I was like he's okay so yes, funny. and he was kind of giving Ooh. it back to me he was on my level which not a lot of guys are I don't feel like they can't keep up or I mean Sam can but no one else seemed to have been able to so <laughs> so <laughs> boys um yeah and we kind of had a little bit of a chin wag that night and nothing kind of came to fruition and I remember like I went away overseas for about six weeks for work and he was kind of DMing me and on Instagram, like, lol, so gutless. Bit <laughs> so but like, gutless. so gutless. Like, stop DMing girls on Instagram. It's just lame. You, do you want a phone <laughs> call or it a text? Works. Just text me or call me. So you, you would pick up the phone? Yeah, I'd be like, what's up? See, I would not do oh, that. I love it. I'd no be like, way. you have some serious balls. Were you thinking about him when you were overseas? A little bit. Were you getting a bit horny over him yeah, overseas? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say horny. You weren't getting the vibrator I was out. more like kind of like I was thinking about him and I was like, he's interesting. Like, I don't know. Like, it was a different kind of energy, not like a like – lust like I didn't want to like did you think about bones obviously I wanted to jump his bones but I didn't want to like you know it wasn't like the same like fiery energy of a fuck boy that's gonna break your heart he obviously wasn't a fuck boy (laughs) (laughs) he's like a he was like a more of like a relationship connection Yeah. yeah and then a couple of months later at our friend's engagement party he was there and I remember like at the end of the engagement party he was like you're coming back to this person's house and I was like yeah I'll be there I didn't go there I went to someone else's house <laughs> oh. And then I, I think I texted him at like 2 a.m. in the morning once or like I DM'd him and I was like, so when are you taking me on a date? A couple of weeks later. Oh, and so you girl. made like the power move. Yeah, I just had to do it. I was like, I was thinking Stop about it. Stop with this DMing and just yeah, I was like, be just get to Why it. are you fucking around? Just let's do it. Anyway, Did he appreciate that? Yeah, I think he loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Where did he take you on your first date? Because his parents are big foodies. Yeah, they are big foodies. We went to the Apollo. Divine. I remember nice. I walked in and he was like standing at one of those little like pillars. Like, oh, the ones stop that you stand it. Up. Oh. And he was sweating profusely. Oh, and I was like, hey, what's up? And he was like, oh, my God, I've had the biggest night. And I was like, before our date, I was like, <laughs> sure. I was like, why would you have a big night before a date with Jordana Sexton? Like, what the fuck, fuck is you? wrong with you? <laughs> anyway, I we sat at the bar. I was just like kind of off it that he had a big night and I went to the bathroom and I came back and he'd ordered us more drinks after dinner finished and I was like let's get the bill let's wrap it up and he was like I've just ordered more drinks and I was like well I don't want them oh you said that. Oh, I was so you were negative him, obviously oh. I just wanted to test the waters <laughs> and then we we went to a bar afterwards and then one thing led to another and then I guess we just started dating but I actually remember afterwards I was like please god don't text me don't text me because I really liked him and I got nervous so why I, didn't you want him to text you? Well, I just freaked out. Like, I used to have this thing when I was single where I'd like, if a guy didn't write back to me straight away, I'd delete their number. And one of my girlfriends... Oh, my <laughs> one of my girlfriends had to sit me down and she was like, hey, you know, Stop. like, when you delete someone's number, they, they're still alive. <laughs> and they still like, have your number they, as well. <laughs> they, they are living on earth. And I was like, oh, really? I thought, like, when you deleted their number, like, they just died. Okay, erased. See ya. But, yeah. but it actually memory blocks the anxiety that you totally. have from them not replying. And then they write to you and you have, like, a random number. You're like, who's this? And they're like you texted me you psycho <laughs> you freak <laughs> anyway i'm so glad those days are behind me because let me tell what you, you it was now? a it was a roller coaster Fuck. of emotion what's the worst date you've ever been on where you're like i am not enjoying god this. i have like two good ones to tell you so tell us now i dated right this now. guy like years and years oh i actually have three i dated okay. this i'll tell you one's like a breakup story which is super funny and then another one's like one where i got totally screwed over but i was in another country so and i went there for him <laughs> yolo anyway <laughs> woo the first one i which i'll never 
forget, I went on a date with this guy and we were at a bar and he just kept staring at the waitress. She was like coming around to our table. <laughs> and Fuck. it was so fucking obvious to the point where I was like looking at him and I was like, um, hello. Anyway, I said. Wait, first date or like first you've been date. dating? Oh, fuck. So first date, staring at this woman. Like, I'm assuming the waitress was a stunner or was she yeah, like fat? Tan? Like, honestly, I don't even think she was that hot. I was think she, she like was, a tacky hot? I was brunette at the time and she was blonde. Like, I oh, kind well, of there transitioned to then, blonde. Maybe you know? that's why. He liked blondes. Yeah, and he kept like staring at her and I was like, are you I fucking the waitress? Oh, you said that to yeah, him? Yeah, straight up. And he goes, no. And I was like, well, I think you are. I said, anyway, I've got to go grab a packet of ciggies. He was like, oh, you smoke? I was like, yeah. I do now. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't, but I definitely do now. Anyway, I left and like 45 minutes later he wrote to me and said, you're not coming back, are you? And I said, hell no. So you fucking did all like a runner. I said, enjoy, bitch, peace. (laughs) Fucking see ya. No and did way. you ever see him again? Like, do you no, know who I, he is? I've actually never seen. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I just remember how terrible the date was. Well, the fuck second, that. the second one is I was kind of hooking up with this guy. It was like on and off for a long time. And they're we the were, worst. They're yeah, the worst. We were at Ravisi's and he was like, "What's like, what's going on?" And I was like, "I don't know." You tell me what's going on. I was like, "Look, it's obviously not working." And he he got a lemon out of the drink and squirted it in my eye, <laughs> and I couldn't see. I went like I have wore so much eyeliner. My mantra. Can back you then just was, go back? I'm really confused. Wait, what was your mantra back then? Smoky eye till the day I die. So I had all of this like <laughs> eyeliner running down my face at Ravisi's. I had lemon like lemon juice in my eye, and he was like. Bitch, and I was like, this is just so cruel. Why so would wait, you- is it in a fight way? Yeah, like we were fighting, I guess. I mean, I didn't even know we were broken up or breaking <laughs> up. I thought it was all cool. Like, I think, like, at that point, I thought talking to someone once a week was normal. Were you crying after that? No, the lemon made it look made like it I was crying, like but really I was laughing. <laughs> I thought it was really funny, and I was like, this is going to be the best story. That's the fucking weirdest thing I've ever heard a guy do. I know. <laughs> that is, like, evil as well. That's just the effect I have <laughs> What's your third one? And yeah, number three. Is it getting better and oh better as we go on? I went to London. I was like hooking up with this guy. Was he it, a hottie? Mm, I would he do. Like he was he was an attractive guy. He was like quite a um he was like a bit of a cool cat. He was like a DJ there. Oh, he was a yes. bit of a, you know, anyway, whatever. <laughs> um anyway, I got there and I was like, hey, I'm here. I mean, it was kind of on the way, like through a work trip, and he was like he wrote back to me like 24 hours later and we'd been psyched to see each other for like six months. We hadn't seen each other. We were like texting every day and I was like, okay, cool. Like this is so fucking on. And he was a bit of a bad MF. Like he like grew up in East London. He was like, what, what, in it, in it. I kind of vibe those. He was like, 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 like it. lad life. Yeah. Yeah. And lad life yeah. like that. And I was like, brah, brah. That's what when like. When I was like 16. Yeah, anyway, so I got there and I was like, I'm here and it was on and then I just didn't hear back from him for like 24 hours. He must have wigged out that I actually came and he was like, my dog just got hit by a car. Oh, wow. Anyway, so like after I'd left, I mean, I was there for work, so it's all good, but after I'd left, I saw him like put up something about the dog. I'm like, the dog was well and truly alive. So that guy (laughs) fucking lied. Yeah, hard. Yeah, fucking hard. And I was like, a noted. So wait, did you message him and say you're a fucking liar? No, you didn't even I, bother. I didn't. He wrote to me and I was like, look, the dog, I've seen the dog on your Instagram. The dog's he, not dead. And not he said dead. he got a new dog. He was like, it's not the same dog. And I was like, this is just What su- in a day? 24 hours I guess, or whatever it like was. Like he replaced the dog. I was like, that's heartless. I don't even <laughs> want to be with you. Like hell. you're a real You're a freak. You're a POS. So you met Sam and then he proposed. How did that happen? Yes, met Sam. I was actually on a photo shoot for work. It was like I was out in the country. It was like the longest day ever. And one of my girlfriends wrote to me and she was like, I've just seen Sam's mum out in Double Bay. We are coming over for dinner. And I was like, cool. I won't be home till 9 p.m. Like I'm out on a shoot. And I'd kind just, of off it. I said to Sam, like, I've got this really long shoot day. I just want to come home and go to bed. Like I'm going to be dusty. Like literally, no. I would be really hung. dusty. Anyway, you just want to like lie down and go to bed. Yeah, and she was like, "Look, we'll be over there. Like, we'll be there at eight p.m." I was like, "Look, I'll try and get there by nine. I just don't one hundred percent know. Like, I've got to drive. We've got to drive back. Like, I've got to drop samples off. Blah blah blah." Anyway, got home, had a shower. Sam's like incessantly texting me. Anyway, he gets in the lift. He's like, we're going up to my parents. We're just having a chilled dinner. I had no bra on. I was wearing a T-shirt, jeans. I literally didn't even put shoes on. Okay. <laughs> you so were ready for this. Like, you were prepared. Yeah, As it's, a side note, Sam lives below his parents. Yeah. It's like Melrose friggin' place. I kind of find it cute. It I do cute. that. They're so place cute. the deli. Like, we pop up and grab shit from their house all the time. It's fantastical. Jane, I love Jane-o. her. Yeah. Yeah. Jane Insano, I call her. Anyway. She is insane, but we love her. Yeah. She's a wild woman. Um... <laughs> Anyway, we got in the lift and I was like, you, I was like, I just can't stand you. I was like, this, I can't believe you're making me do this. I'm so tired. He was like, babe, I love you. And I, I mean, was I like, can't. well, you've got a funny way of showing it. 
Anyway, we walk into the we walk into his parents' apartment. So we go up one level. There's can like the place is candle lit to a tea. I was like, Jesus, Jane's gone to a lot of effort tonight. It's like fucking <laughs> random. Anyway, he gets down on one knee, I'm standing in the door. Straight away. Straight off the bat. No. Like just popped down. Crying? No, he did not. Can you imagine Schumann crying? No. no. He was like so happy. He was like smiling like a Cheshire cat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I Aww. he got down on one knee and I had I was like, oh, I'm going to vomit. And then I, he was like, will you marry me? I started backing into the doorway. I just remember thinking, like, I just didn't know what to do, but he had the most beautiful engagement ring. Like, You couldn't stunning. say no to Su- that. Super, ch- that, super like, chill. it up. Yeah, super chill, just like a diamond band, no big fat fuck but off it's diamonds. A, it's not chill, though. Band? I feel like it's sick. Like, yeah. it's different. Yeah, it's very I, cool. I mean, we joked when we started this earlier, like, if he'd had a big diamond ring, I literally would have ran down the hallway no. and ran out on the You're street. You're my – I don't – I've never vibed Neither. that. I not think I just – I'm not saying – Your everyone ring has yeah, that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Whatever. This is my mum's engagement ring. I like, love that. Super cool. Super cool. But, like, do you, if you want to have a big – Ball a ring like that's cool like that's just not my vibe no I it's a bit Teddy, of a yeah. big dick energy an move like yeah. this is how much money my yeah. partner has not me yeah you it's know? like i didn't buy this for myself no. did you tell him what you wanted like i just said to him i want something super chill yeah like i don't, don't like not a big diamond let's not get crazy but his whole thing he was like i'll get you a diamond i was like i don't want one man like let's please let's, don't do that let's keep it real banana peel all of his friends came up and i was I like saw the videos looking around this. and i was like wait any of my friends here like i swear this <laughs> Where is our engagement <laughs> Holly was there bloody um sam's best friend lou hay was there was anyone crying yeah, I think parents? I I think I cried. No, the parents kept it cool. Like, they're cool cats. Yeah, I feel like they they're are. not cries. It's not a crying family. No, I'm not either. I was just wondering if any of them were. I was thinking I, about I it. I was more like, emotional because mm. I was like, whoa, this is an intense thing. Like, and I'm ugh, so tired from this shoot as well. Yeah, I was like so exhausted. Anyway, one of my best friends was there. Then one of my other girlfriends, Nadia, like ran from her house in Elizabeth Bay. <laughs> she Sam was like played it cool and didn't tell anyone what he was doing. And he, then she was like, I, what the hell? Why didn't you tell me it was an engagement? She literally ran there her pajamas it was like i need to be here for yeah. this and then we all celebrated and it was that was it it was really beautiful it was super low-key it was like at his parents house we had some seafood we had some champies we played some old tunes it was oh, like it was really mind. beautiful it was like just low-key vibes can Did i explain how nice sam is so when ella got engaged yes soon, oh yeah fuck as soon he as he found out he rang me like multiple times i'm like hey i'm at work what's up and he's like I need to know where Ella is staying. Oh, in yeah, her he hotel was the room. first gift when I got to raise. It was just this like big but fucking box. But that's just so cute. Like, that is so nice. Yeah. He was the only fucking client that did that. He is just um, such a good man. Word to the wise. Any clients listening? Like, come send on, gifts. send gifts. You appreciate a good gift though. Yeah, that was really. You nice. You know what? No matter like how many gifts you get or how successful you are or whatever, like a good gift is like so memorable. A hundred percent. A thoughtful gift. And it was very thoughtful. It was like we actually could enjoy it on the trip. Like it was like wine yeah. and food and like nibbles from like he's all over the bar it was a cute. thoughtful guy he is he's a good he's a he's a solid solid cat and Ow. wedding plans yeah well i put the wedding off because obviously because of covid, COVID but where i yeah, hear your sister don't it's, worry look it's on and off i think it's just for us like we're such like a fun couple, couple and i just want it to be like a massive party, party. i was gonna say i envision yeah. a party for you i don't want any of the like yeah. formalities sam does we're working See, on I, that. Don't, <laughs> I get nervous about that shit it makes me feel weird i know i feel like i actually joked with sam i was like i would appreciate it if you would walk down the aisle and i'll wait at the end for you and he was like done oh, oh really that's God, cute yeah. so watch this space i mean that could happen but i think we'll just have a huge huge party and you're obviously doing something different for your dress uh yeah I, yeah. yeah i mean i'm not gonna wear like a traditional i'm not gonna dress. wear a cupcake no. <laughs> i'm not gonna come out in a big bright pink cupcake <laughs> but look like, maybe i will i don't know oh i'm excited yeah i was yeah i remember yeah, when did that happen the engagement was that like it's a, a year it's, a, it's been a year you're yeah. like yeah it's been exactly a year so i think so like nice. a year long like, i'd be happy to be engaged for a little bit longer i think that's cool you're gonna enjoy the time yeah it's nice yeah. George, thank you. That Thanks, was so guys. Beautiful. Yeah. Thanks I think we'll end on me. a happy note. Yeah. A big happy note there. Um, I forgot to tell you, we do do a thing called Clyde recommendations. Okay. Well, we were saying that because we want to go into the crystals. Yeah, we want to oh, go into the crystals. Quickly. So make some recommendations about Ooh, crystals. I might have to just hold on. Okay, so Rose Quartz, the one that I brought today, is about um, it's peace, love. It's a really loving crystal. So it's about bringing new love into your life. Mm-hmm really positive energy and it's also about clearing 
So all you have to do is just have it near you. You don't really have to like do anything to it. Yeah. Do you charge it under the yeah, full moon? Yeah, you need to charge it in trees. Like I usually put oh, one in trees. Plants. You can just like pop it in a pot plant, like in a cactus, maybe a succulent if you've yeah. got that on the balk. I do have one of them actually. <laughs> so that's what you do. You just pop it in there overnight. If it actually, if it um, is exposed to rainfall, what it happens? really supercharges. Oh, so rainfall is better. That. You feel the vibes. Like okay. you put, pop it back in the house and you're like, Zzz. well, where <laughs> yeah. am I getting this full moon thing from? Because I have to leave my um journal note things in the full moon. Yes, I did watching Twilight. No. I've been watching TikTok. I know I follow that moon <laughs> Instagram page. You know that oh. um. That no, big you leave. One. You also leave a cup of water oh. under the full moon. This is and it gets moon I feel like juice. you guys are teaching moon juice. No, I just have the notes. <laughs> I feel no, like I your need sister some moon told juice. me. Yeah, to do that. sorry, we're moon interrupting juice? your advice. Um, yeah, so we've got though. that. Okay, then my other favourite one is amethyst, which is purple. You know, oh, yes, purple I know. Yeah. What does that I, do? Tell us. Well, look. What I think it, mummy's got to Google. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so it's, it protects you from darkness. So it protects you from that. amethyst. Protects you from negative energy. Okay. So it's really beautiful to complement a rose quartz, which rose quartz is so light and fluffy, and it's about positivity. And amethyst keeps out really negative, draining energy. Where would and you it, put that? Then? It almost just protects you. I would keep it where you somewhere where you are every day, maybe the workplace. Okay. Whereas a rose quartz, I would leave next to the bed. I'm done. Let's, yeah. do, let's that. do it. Let's okay. do that. Thank yeah. you for that, Elsa. What are your recommendations? <sighs> Collide advice, remember? Sorry, Hashtag collide, collide advice. advice. Hashtag collide advice. Hashtag collide advice. Let me have a little think because I never actually pre-prepare anything. Um, I've got to say <laughs> I'm loving our King Silla outfits. I'm going to wear that this weekend. They've Beautiful. got some really cute new What about little, your upside yeah, looks? Yeah, that was coming next. <laughs> that was actually my next one. You read my mind. Upside. Hello, we've got a cute little set that I'm actually probably going to wear tomorrow for my dog walk. Actually, I'll oh, take you. Could you please talk us through the material? Yeah, can you? And how it's a ribbed material. It yeah, it's a beautiful like soft rib. So is, great is this for a yoga. New thing like a yoga. Yeah, yeah, it's a new. It's actually a new fabric for the upside. It's really beautiful. It's great for yoga, stretching. Just, you know, lounging, and taking I like the, the dog for a walk. I love the neutral yeah. colours. Natural. I'm over and wearing the, the black got and got a bit stuff. of nice detailing on it. Yeah, it's beautiful. It really accentuates oh, the breasticles. Look at you so go. that's great. Hello. Yeah. Um, Hello. Collide advice, Stephanie. I'm going to recommend the Liston's new print brand. Oh, Cubby's Prints. Yeah. Clubby's Prints. Is it Cubby? Clubby, sorry. Clubby's Prints. What is it? So it's just like, you know how you go to an RSL and they've got their symbols? Yeah. So no, they're like, yeah, Surf Life Saving. Surf Life Saving. Oh, yeah. They've, yeah. they've done that in like a print. And oh, it's cool. really like cool and nice for like an office or your room or Love whatever. It's nice if like you live overseas and you're from Bondi. From, yeah. You know, wherever you're like local surf club, you can have that print on your wall. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to recommend that. And Love I'm that. going to recommend Sally Rooney's new book, Forgotten the Name. You can't help yourself with there. the book. Yeah. I'll put it in the description. Big reader. <laughs> All, right. All right. Bye, guys. See ya. Ciao.